Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Karen and I'm going to be your reader today. Today is Thursday, August 11th, and it's also the 14th of Av on the Hebrew calendar. This week our Torah portion is Vayitchana, which means I pleaded, and our reading today is going to be from Deuteronomy chapter 5. Now, if you're reading in a traditional English Bible, the verses that we'll be reading from chapter 5 will be verses 1 through 21. However, if you're reading in a Hebrew Bible or a Messianic translation, the verses will be verses 1 through 18. Before we begin, though, let's take a moment and bless God and thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Moshe called to all Israel and said to them, Hear, O Israel, the statutes and the ordinances which I speak in your ears today, that you may learn them and observe to do them. The Lord our God made a covenant with us in Hoev. The Lord did not make this covenant with our fathers, but with us, even us. We are all of us here alive today. The Lord spoke with you face to face on the mountain, out of the midst of the fire. I stood between the Lord and you at that time, to show you the word of the Lord, for you were afraid because of the fire, and did not go up the mountain, saying, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make a carved image for yourself, any likeness of what is in the heaven above, or what is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow yourself down to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on their children, and on the third and on the fourth generation of those who hate me, and show loving kindness to thousands of those who love me and keep my mitzvot. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who misuses his name. Observe the day of Shabbat and keep it holy. As the Lord your God commanded you, you shall labor six days and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Shabbat to the Lord your God, in which you shall not do any work, neither you, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your ox, nor your donkey, nor any of your livestock, nor your stranger who is within your gates, that your male servant and your female servant may rest as well as you. You shall remember that you were a servant in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out of there by a mighty hand, and by an outstretched arm. Therefore the Lord your God commanded you to keep the day of Shabbat. Honor your father and your mother, as the Lord your God commanded you, 
that your days may be long, and that it may go well with you in the land which the Lord your God gives you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife. Neither shall you desire your neighbor's house, his field, or his male servant, or his female servant, his ox, or his donkey, or anything that is your neighbor's. That was Deuteronomy chapter 5, verses 1 through 21, or in a Hebrew Bible, verses 1 through 18. Now to our reading from the prophets, we'll be reading from Ezekiel chapter 38. The word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, set your face towards Gog and the land of Magog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tabal, and prophesy against him, and say, This is what Adonai the Lord says, Behold, I am against you, Gog, prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal, and I will turn you around and put hooks in your jaws, and I will bring you out with all your army, horses, and horsemen, all of them clothed in full armor, a great company with buckler and shield, all of them handling swords, Persia, Cush, and Put, with them all of them with shield and helmet, Gomel and all his hordes, the house of Targumah in the uttermost parts of the north, and all his hordes, many people with you. Be prepared, yes, prepare yourself, you and all your companions, who are assembled to you, and be a guard to them. After many days you will be visited, in the end of years you will come into the land that is brought back from the sword, that is gathered out of many peoples on the mountains of Israel, which have been a continual waste, but it is brought out of the peoples, and they will dwell securely, all of them. You will ascend, you will come like a storm, you will be like a cloud to cover the land, you and all your hordes, and many peoples with you. This is what Adonai the Lord says, It will happen in that day that things will come into your mind, and you will devise an evil plan. You will say, I will go up to the land of unwalled villages. I will go up to those who are at rest, who dwell securely, all of them dwelling without walls, and having neither bars nor gates, to take the plunder and to take prey, to turn your hand against the waste places that are inhabited, and against the people who are gathered out of the nations." who have gotten livestock and goods, who dwell in the middle of the earth, Shiva and Adan, and the merchants of Tarshish with all the young lions of it, will ask you, have you come to take the plunder? Have you assembled your company to take the prey, to carry away silver and gold, to take away livestock and goods, to take great plunder? Therefore, son of man, prophesy and tell Gog, This is what Adonai the Lord says. In that day, when my people Israel dwells securely, will you not know it? You will come from your place, out of the uttermost parts of the north, you and many peoples with you, all of them riding on horses, 
a great company and a mighty army. You will come up against my people Israel as a cloud to cover the land. It will happen in the end of days that I will bring you against my land, that the nations may know me when I am sanctified in you, Gog, before their eyes. This is what Adonai the Lord says. Are you he of whom I spoke in old time by my servant, the prophets of Israel, who prophesied in those days for years that I would bring you against them? It will happen in that day when Gog comes against Eretz Israel, says Adonai the Lord, that my wrath will come up into my nostrils. For in my jealousy and in the fire of my wrath, I have spoken. Surely in the day there will be a great shaking in Eretz Israel, so that the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the animals of the field, all creeping things who creep on the earth, and all the men who are in the surface of the earth will shake at my presence. Then the mountains will be thrown down, the steep places will fall, and every wall will fall to the ground. I will call for a sword against him to all my mountains, says Adonai the Lord. Every man's sword will be against his brother. I will enter into judgment with him, with pestilence and with blood. I will rain on him and on his hordes and on the many peoples who are with him, an overflowing shower with great hailstones, fire and sulfur. I will magnify myself Sanctify myself, and I will make myself known in the eyes of many nations. Then they will know that I am the Lord. That was Ezekiel chapter 38. Now to our reading from the writings, we will be reading from First Chronicles chapter 12. Now these are those who came to David in Zaklag, while he was a fugitive from Shaul, the son of Kish. And they were among the mighty men, his helpers in, in war. They were armed with bows and could use both the right hand and the left in slinging stones and in shooting arrows from the bow. They were of Shaul's relatives of the tribe of Benjamin. The chief was Ahizer, then Yoash, the sons of Shema, the Gibeathite, Jezil and Pilat, the son of Azmavath, Berachah, Yehu, the Amothite, Yishmaiah, the Gibeonite, a mighty man among the thirty, and over the thirty, Hiramiah, Yaheziel, Yochanan, Yozbed, the, the Gederathite, Eluzua, Hiramoth, Be'eliah, Shimariah, Shiftiah, and Hufayet. Elkanah, Ishaiah, Azarel, Yoezeo, and Yoshbim, the Korathites. And Yoela, and Zabadiah, the sons of Yehom, the Gerdu, the sons of Yeroham, of Gerdu. Some Gidites joined David in the strongholds in the wilderness, mighty men of valor, men trained for war, who could handle shield and spear, whose faces were like the faces of lions, and they were as swift as the gazelles on their mountains, 
Ezer the chief, Obadiah the second, Eliav the third, Mishmanah the fourth, Yermiah the fifth, Atah the sixth, Eliel the seventh, Yohanan the eighth, Elzbad the ninth, Yermiah the tenth, and Yachbaniah the eleventh. These are the sons of God, were captains of the army. He who was the least was equal to one hundred, and the greatest to one thousand. These are those who went over the Yardin in the first month, when it had overflowed all its banks, and they put to flight all who lived in the valley, both towards the east and towards the west. Some of the children of Benjamin and Yehuda came to the stronghold of David. David went out to meet them and answered them, If you have come peaceably to me to help me, my heart will be united with you. But if you have come to betray me to my adversaries, since there is no wrong in my hands, may the God of our fathers see this and rebuke it. Then the Ruach came upon Amasai, who was the chief of the thirty, and he said, We are yours, O David, and on your side, O son of Ishai. Shalom, shalom to you, and shalom to your helpers, for your God helps you. Then David received them and made them captains of the band, and Saba Manashe also joined David when he came with the Philistines against Shaul to battle. But they did not help them, for the lords of the Philistines sent him away after consultation, saying, He will desert to his master Shaul to the jeopardy of our heads. As he went to Ziklag, some from Anashe joined him. Adnah, Yuzbad, Yediel, Michael, Yazbad, Elihu, and Zilthiah, captains of thousands, who were of Menashe. And they helped David against the band of rovers, for they were all mighty men of valor, and were captains in the army. For from day to day men came to David to help him, until there was a great army, like the army of God. And these are the numbers of those heads of those who were armed for war, who came to David in Hoev, and turned the kingdom of Saul to him. According to the words of the Lord, the children of Yehuda who bore shield and spear were six thousand eight hundred armed for war. Of the children of Simeon, mighty men of valor for war, seven thousand one hundred. Of the children of Levi, four thousand six hundred. Now Jehoiada, the leader of the household of Aaron, and with him were three thousand seven hundred. And Zadok, a young man, mighty of valor, in his father's house, twenty-two captains. Of the children of Benjamin, Shaul's relatives, three thousand, for unto then the greatest part of them had kept their allegiance to Shaul's house. Of the children of Ephraim, twenty thousand eight hundred mighty men of valor famous men in their fathers' houses, of the half-tribe of Manasseh, 18,000, who were mentioned by name, to come and make David king, of the children of Ishachar, 
men who had understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do. Their heads were two hundred, and all their brothers were at their command. Of Zebulun, such as were able to go out in the army, who could set the battle in array, with all kinds of instruments of war, fifty thousand who could command, and were not of double heart. Of Naphtali, one thousand captains, and with them, with shield and spear, thirty-seven thousand. Of the Danites, who could set the battle in array, twenty-eight thousand six hundred. Of Asher, such as were able to go out in the army, who could set the battle in array, forty thousand. On the other side of the Yardin, of the Reovenites and the Gadites, and of the half-tribe of Manasseh, with all kinds of instruments of war for the battle, one hundred twenty thousand. All these were men of war, who could order the battle array, and came with a perfect heart to Hebron, to make David king over all Israel, and all the rest also of Israel were of one heart to make David king. They were there with David three days, eating and drinking, for their brothers had supplied provisions for them. Moreover, those who were near to them, as far as Ishachar, Zebulun, and Naphtali, brought bread on donkeys, on camels, on mules, and on oxen, supplies of flour, cakes of figs, clusters of raisins, wine, oil, cattle, and sheep in abundance, for there was joy in Israel. That was First Chronicles chapter 12. And now to our reading from the Apostolic Writings. We will be reading from First Timothy chapter 5. Do not rebuke an older man, but exhort him as a father, the younger men as brothers, the older women as mothers, the younger as sisters in all purity. Honor widows who are widows indeed. But if any widow has children or grandchildren, let them learn first to show piety towards their own family and to repay their parents, for this is acceptable in the sight of God. Now she who is a widow indeed and desolate has her hope set on God and continues in petitions and prayers night and day. But she who gives herself to pleasure is dead while she lives. Also command these things, that they may be without reproach. But if any one does not provide for his own, and especially his own household, he has denied the faith, and is worse than an unbeliever. Let no one be enrolled as a widow under sixty years old, having been the wife of one man, being approved by good works, if she has brought up children, if she has been hospitable to strangers, if she has washed the Holy One's feet, if she has received the afflicted, and if she has diligently followed every good work. But refuse younger widows, for when they have grown lustful against Messiah, they desire to marry, having condemnation, because they have rejected their first pledge. Besides, they also learn to be idle, going about from house to house, and not only idle, 
but also gossips and busybodies, saying things which they ought not. Therefore I desire that the younger widows marry, bear children, rule the household, and give no occasion to the adversary for insulting. For already some have turned away after Satan. If any man or woman who believes has widows, let them relieve them, and do not let the assembly be burdened, that it might relieve those who are widows indeed. Let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of a double honor, especially those who labor in the word and in teaching. For the scripture says, You shall not muzzle the ox when it treads out the grain, and the laborer is worthy of his wage. Do not receive an accusation against an elder, except that the word of two or three witnesses, those who sin, reprove in the sight of all. Let the rest also be made in fear. I command you in the sight of God and the Lord Yeshua the Messiah and the chosen angels that you observe these things without prejudice, doing nothing by partiality. Do not lay hands on any one hastily, nor take part in the sins of others. Keep yourself pure. Be no longer a drinker of water only, but use a little wine for your stomach's sake and your frequent infirmities. Some men's sins are evident, perceiving them to judgment, and some also follow later. In the same way also there are good works that are obvious, and those that are otherwise cannot be hidden. That was First Timothy chapter 5. If you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year's cycle, you'll also read John chapter 4, verses 31 through 54. That concludes our reading for today. I just want to remind everyone that next year's Daily Bread for Busy Moms uh, journal and just the standard Daily Bread's journal are available now for pre-order and you can visit our website or our Instagram page to get the link to pre-order next year's journal. Well, until next time, this is Karen with Daily Bread for Busy Moms wishing you shalom from Israel.